Hello, everybody. This is Trey again, and I have decided to um, do a series of people who have been a big influence in my life. And these people have helped to shape me, helped me learn things, made me pissed off at them, mad as I don't know what. That includes my parents too, but just people who have helped to shape my life. So the first person that I wanted to introduce you guys to is my friend Bruce. Um, Bruce has been in my life for, mm, how long would you say? Mm, five years or so, maybe more. How long? Five or more years, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have had a very interesting life. So there are some questions that I want to ask him because Bruce, um, you have had an interesting life. Mm. And you can get into whatever of that you want to get into. But there are some questions I want to ask. And um, I think it's beneficial for everybody to hear where people come from, where people are going, you know, all those things. So, Bruce, I want to start off by asking you, it's kind of a, a two-parted question. Um, what makes you want to wake up every morning? <laughs> well, I'd love to say a cup of coffee, but I think what gets me up every morning is just that I have something to do. I have something left undone. Um you know, the alternative course is not waking up and, and that depresses me, but I, I find joy out of just um, getting out of bed and, and accomplishing something for that day. Mm-hmm. So what brings, what brings joy? What brings you joy well, to your day? What brings you joy? Ultimately, I think the ultimate joy is knowing that I've affected somebody else's life. So, you know, what brings me joy is maybe uh, giving somebody a dollar on the street corner or, or uh, you know, something simple. I'm a very simple person, so simple things give me joy. Mm-hmm. And what, when you give people those kinds of things, what, what do you feel? Well, I, I've, I, again, I feel a, a sense of um, fulfillment. You know, it's, it's, I, I, you know, because I can relate to them. On what level? Well, on the level of that they're a human being and so am I, and, and they're suffering and, and, and so have I, and, and that uh, I, I am blessed with what I have, so I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. And, and so I see their circumstance. I want to see all their circumstance. I see, I see, uh, their circumstances from from my viewpoint. So. Mm-hmm. so what if you met a person that didn't need a dollar? Well, it, it's not necessarily that they need a dollar. It's like, you know, um, for instance, uh, I remember it's almost Christmas time now, but I remember when I first moved here. I moved here back in 1980, and I remember... Um, I went. I was by myself. I had no family here. I had no friends that were here, 
And I was by myself and I went to uh, Miguel Cuddy's, which was located on the plaza. And I had breakfast. And then I saw some lady and she gave me something that was priceless. And that was a smile. And she just smiled and she filled my heart with joy. And, and I paid for her meal and I didn't have, I didn't have any money. Uh, at that time I was washing dishes for a living and, and, and uh, so I, did, I gave her what I had. I gave almost, you know, money I would have spent towards rent mm -hmm. and I just gave a part of that because that's who, that because she brought me joy, it was worth mm -hmm. spending money to, to buy her a meal. So what about that smile made you <clears throat> decide to do it for her? Just, just a smile. I, I needed her smile and she gave it to me freely. She didn't know I needed it, mm -hmm. but she gave it to me. And, Mm. And so I, you know, she she did she was dressed very nicely actually. Mm -hmm. So she probably didn't need me to buy her uh, breakfast, but it was something I wanted to do. So I needed to do it for me, because to show my gratitude for what she gave me that she didn't even know she didn't even know it was me. I left, you know, I left the money for the tab. Uh, so you felt like you were called to do that. Well, yeah, it, it was just, it wasn't the calling, I would say. It was just something I felt natural to do. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just... Like a calling. Well, I guess so. If that's a what you subconscious want. calling. Well, subconscious calling, possibly. Yeah. 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 I was going to use that same word, mm -hmm. possibly. Yeah, possibly. Um, so, also, uh, what's the most important thing or circumstance that you think has shaped you? What do you think has shaped you? Like, if you could name one thing, and I know that you have a lot. Mm. We all have a lot. But if there's one thing that you could say that has really shaped you, what would that be? Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, to pinpoint one thing, because everything has shaped me. Every circumstance in life has shaped me. I've had good circumstances. I've had bad. Um, I've had struggles like everybody else, and I've had triumphs um, and all of those shape me every one of them shape me so I don't I don't know if I can pinpoint one particular thing I know that, you know so tell me about your triumphs well it, it, triumphs are pretty what, what are your tri what, what triumph has shaped you well um, uh, one could say you know just just uh, you know it, it's buying my home you know, mm. accomplishing things on my own. Mm. Absolutely. Accomplishing things on my own. Sometimes mowing the grass is an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I feel good about that. Cutting down a tree in the, my backyard. But if there's one thing yeah. that well, you can say has I, shaped you. I don't think that there's one, there is one thing that has shaped me. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't believe that. I just believe that it's a, a combination of things that have shaped me that have made a difference in my life. Yeah. Every single thing that I, I accomplish or don't accomplish it has shaped me so I can't mm -hmm. pinpoint it to one thing right it's it's you know it did you know, I sit there I can name a thing but was it the one thing that shaped me more than the other I don't I, I couldn't tell you that mm -hmm. so what would you say to what would you say to somebody somebody else that is is walking in in your shoes, in your footsteps today, your before, 
you were who you were or after you are who you are, what would you say to that person? Well, I would say, you know, the bottom line is I think I've learned um, sometimes just you have to sit in the silence and you have to sit mm. in the moment. Um, That's interesting. I think that sometimes that, you know, it's, uh, you know, I was addicted to alcohol and drugs and and I think that you know while you're in that moment you don't see the addiction but when you when you sit in the silence mm-hmm. when you sit with God when you sit with yourself mm-hmm. then you start to see you know maybe you start to see things that you were unable to see or unwilling to see mm-hmm. and can you say give a specific like something specific that you weren't able to see well I just said or that you were able to see well I just said you know my addictions Mm -hmm. you know sometimes while you're in that moment no I didn't see my addictions when I was when I was doing drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. not at all I saw just you know well I did kind of see it I more or less started on a subconscious level and, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that would come to the top other times it would I would squelch it to the bottom mm-hmm. what so, happened when you squelched it well I kept on going mm-hmm. in the addiction so squashing it just just put it down and just mm-hmm. made me continue doing what I was doing mm-hmm. so what would you say to somebody that's walking in your in the footsteps I'm that just, you've walked in or the walk, walking in the path that you well I think you just have to stop in the silence ask yourself the question is this giving me what I want in life mm-hmm. so you know when I, you know I was forced in a sense to sit in that silence and, and that sometimes is you know sometimes you're forced to do things you don't want to do so I was forced to sit in the silence uh, and I think that sometimes um, just sitting in that silence determining is this serving me is this continually to serve me in other words um am i still benefiting from what i'm doing so you know when i was doing drugs it's like you know and i was forced into that silence you know it it allowed me to see that this no longer served me it just it wasn't serving it wasn't serving what I thought it was. And it was, you know, I started started to see the truth as it was. What did you think it was serving? Well, it did social interactions, you know, I thought, you mm-hmm. know, and, and uh, you know, and so forth. You know, originally I get involved with drugs um, for paying my bills. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was something simple and it escalated into something a lot. So you were forced was, into it. I wasn't forced to. to forced into it I, you know I just had low self-esteem and I think mm-hmm. generally speaking that that's where that generates from mm-hmm. so if I were to tell somebody if, if that were working in my those same shoes I would simply say you know it's like you're worth more you know I love the the saying from Lion King you are more than who you have become mm. and I think that that's something that um, mm. I just got goosebumps yeah I think it's just something that uh I think that we don't we don't see when we're you know when we're involved in something so um, detrimental to our to our person to our being. Mm-hmm. And when you say that, is it something that you say to give yourself 
the ability to go on? Or is it something that when you think about what it says, what do you mean? that you really believe? Well, what, I, yeah. Like you really believe it. Well, yeah, I really believe that, that the... The, Bruce, I'm sorry. I'm asking you very difficult on the spot questions. <laughs> you are. I, I really tried to I get really him, sorry. him to, to allow me to prepare a few answers in my head. But at any rate, I think sometimes... Um, but is it something you believe? Well, you have to believe. Change is not possible without belief. It's just not. You're just not going to change unless you have a belief that it, it's possible. So, But do you understand is. what I'm saying? Like... Um, People give quotes all the time. Mm. You hear people that give quotes. Mm. They quote this, that, or the other. Well, yeah. But and and unless you put feet to mm. the talk, yeah. Well, yeah. All they are are quotes. Well, exactly. So right. I guess what I'm asking is, do you feel like you put feet to that quote? That's what I'm asking. Oh well, yeah. So it certainly have. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the fact that I've I've changed the direction. The projection of my life, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, the projection of my life 20, well, it's actually been a long time now, mm-hmm. 25 years ago was not the greatest. And so that projection. Would, would you pro- like to talk about that? Well, that'll be the next podcast. How about that? Okay. I don't, I don't want to spoil it off all, all your listeners. I don't think it's a spoil. Yeah, I think it's interesting <laughs> for people to know how you've come about where you are well I mean and I'll tell you I would be asking you to be a part of this if mm-hmm. I didn't believe that you know you have been somebody that has really well, shaped, shaped my life yeah. so I'm asking you for that reason if you don't feel comfortable talking about that we don't have to well I mean I, you know the specifics you know it's like I you know if you, you know I, I told you I had drug and alcohol problems and that drug problem you know I wound up in prison for 10 years and, and not because of the fortitude of or the the um, the offense well, simply because of, of the timing of the offense so back in the um, back in the late 90s you know everything was gun ho so I get caught up in something and and um, about it that prison time I used it to my benefit and in, in the sense of my soul. And is that where you say your silence comes from? Yeah. Sitting in your silence. Well, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, it's like, you know, through all the cacophony of, of, uh, uh, prison, which quite a bit, there's noise everywhere. There's, there's people yelling and screaming and and all types of, uh, violence and so forth and so on, depending on the circumstance. But yeah. I think you have to find your silence somewhere. I used to find it on the track and just walking. I, mm-hmm. And I loved to walk and I loved to think and I loved to 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 uh, come in contact with God in, in my own way. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that part. Um, I would also want to ask, how many people do you think you actually trust? <laughs> well, most of my friends would tell you I trust too many. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the trust renders trust, and, and you know, I think that uh, you know, I, you know, for the most part, I think I just blindly trust people. You know, it, it's you know, it's it's a hard question. It's 
you know, it's like, you know, I can sit here, I suppose, and count on a finger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm open to people. I'm, and, you know, and people will disappoint and people will hurt. I'm also knowledgeable of, of those experiences in life. And, do you think you also disappoint? Oh, I'm sure I do. I'm a human being, so being a human being means that that you're fallible to to faults and and uh, situations that could uh, render uh, that uh, you know type of feeling. So, would you give advice to somebody who they want to trust? What would you say to somebody who maybe has lost trust in other people, yeah, or in in situations? What would yeah. you say to the to those people? Yeah, I would say you know trust is trust is rendered. I say always look at yourself first. You know, I try to look at myself first. Look at yourself first, and and find out if you're feeling you don't trust a lot of people. That's could be you. So it's 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 uh, you know it could be uh, you know I would say you. Trust is something you just have to you have to learn, you know. And, and you know, is is everybody trustable? Probably not. You know, I don't know, but I think each circumstance renders each evaluation of that circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you you talked about a lot, but do you have any secrets by chance? Oh, that I got- you may want to share. No, I have secrets. <laughs> I have secrets. I don't know about sharing. Well, just remember, a secret doesn't have to be a no, negative I, thing. I'm sure. Like, do you have a secret to somebody's future, or a secret to your future, or a secret to the progression of somebody's life? No, I don't. You know, I think that's the secret. The secret. You know, I think it's very funny because when when that question is asked, mm. do you have any secrets you want to share? Secret always mm. seems to have. A negative connotation and so maybe secret is not the right word maybe um enlightenment something that you would give to somebody words that you would give or you know maybe you also have secrets well i I don't know well i I suppose if there's words i were to give it's just try to be who you are whatever that is just be who you are you know, don't don't try to be somebody you're not. Don't try to live up to somebody else's expectation because that's never going to work for you. I, you know, I don't believe it will. You know, growing up, uh, growing up in the, uh, you know, I'm pretty old now, so <laughs> it's been a while since I. Since, but I mean, growing up, growing up, gays is is always been a secret that I kept for the longest time, especially from my family, and and uh, you know they were. Uh, and they are uh, very religious, but when they found out, you know, they surprised me. They really did. Mm-hmm. You know, staunch Nazarene Christians, and and uh, and uh, they loved me. Didn't agree with me, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't blame them for not agreeing in the sense that they didn't understand. So people who don't understand don't agree. They mm-hmm. just, you know, their their ignorance of of how, uh, you know. If they were gay, they might understand. If, same with black people. Black people understand, or or anybody of of, of difference will understand Minority. a little bit. Minorities, yeah, uh, of the difference, it, it's harder to understand when you're looking from the outside in. But uh, 
But if we just but you're not you, saying that because they're Christian they don't understand. No, I'm not, not at all. Because I have. I don't want of, people to misunderstand no, it. No, I don't no. want them to think that you have an issue with Christian people. No, I, I don't. I don't. I, 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 I used that. to. I used to as I was growing up because because in my heart and my soul, you know, it was a conflict between what I was taught and mm -hmm. what I knew within myself so that there was a conflict there mm. so that conflict of course led to drugs and alcohol mm. and and so you know it's it's when I melded those two factors in my life my Christianity and my sexuality and when I melded those two together I became a better person mm -hmm. and a happier person so um, yeah bottom line is you know I remember going to the church for the first time down here at Unity after getting out of prison and and uh and I wept mm. during the Lord's Prayer um, and during the moment of silence we have there mm. because it's just, because it was a certain freedom that I certainly now felt because I was able to meld two influential parts of my life and two things that meant something to me. And they didn't need to be in conflict anymore because I have decided and, and God decided between the two of us that, that it was okay to be who I mm. was. And so when, if you're not who, who you are, then there's always going to be conflicts. Mm -hmm. They just, they just are. So it's. Uh, so what I, I like to say to people is, my relationship with my mother mm -hmm. belongs to me and my mother. Sure. Or to my mother and I. Sure. My relationship with you belongs to you and I. Mm -hmm. That is our relationship. Sure. My relationship with God mm -hmm. belongs mm -hmm. to me and God. That's correct. However, however, sharing those sharing those relationships is good. In the sense, right. we learn from each other, and we learn. You know, but what I'm saying is you know. the point that you came to when you were at at, at Unity mm. after prison, yeah. and you heard the Lord's Prayer. You had heard that prayer for how many times? Well, how many times have you heard that? Well, I, I heard a lot. So and I, then, but yeah. for some reason, those two things came together. Well, I, I, the, the Lord's Prayer was a circumstance, so it was just a, it was the Lord's Prayer song, and 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 it but was it just. Spoke it, to but you. It, it spoke to me because I was able at that point to understand that I just I have melded the two parts that were in conflict mm. with each other. They were no longer in conflict, or. You know, at that moment, it's just like, and, 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 you know, prison wasn't a, a place where freedom was restricted. It was like, I had restricted myself well before then. Mm. So it was like, and that's what <clears throat> led to the drugs probably also. Yeah, drugs and alcohol. Sure. All the stuff. Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. Um, if you could change somebody's life now would you still make the same choices that you make today? Well, well, yes and no, I suppose. You know, there's some choices I make that are good and some, some are, that are not. So, you know, if I could, you know, I, you know, you can't, I can't change somebody else's life. All I can do is, is say, you know, make this, an impression. Well, I can't make an impression on someone's life other than be who I am. Mm -hmm. So I, it's, it's like if I go out with the intention of making an impression, then I'm probably going to fail. 
But if I go out with the intention, the intention of just being who I am, this is where, where my journeys led me to, mm-hmm. you know, and the journey's been rocky and up and down, sideways and in and out, mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. But it's it's the journey. I would just say, you know, the difference in maybe in the difference in someone else's life would say, no matter what you're going through, the journey is always always worth it. Mm-hmm. The journey is worth it. You just have to find that. that Why is it worth it? Because because there because there's to me there's joy in everything you see, everything you touch, and 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 when you start to see what you've already what you've unconsciously missed you're so focused you know sometimes we get so focused on what we don't have we don't see what we do have and mm. and and uh, you could know, you give I, an example well i just yeah i, I think it's it's um besides me he's <laughs> oh, <laughs> so funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no but I, give an example well, I or if you could well I'm, I'm trying to think of one it's you know it's the old brain isn't what it used to be. Um, no, I, I think that uh, I I don't know. I just I for I'm just gonna have to skip that till the next one. Okay, that's alright. Well, that's alright. The um, thing just went out good. That was God speaking. Um, oh. So, um, what do you believe would heal the world? Well, it's as Corny as, it, corny as it sounds, you know, obviously it's love. Mm. Love heals the world. Accepting other, you know, sometimes I don't understand, you know, I don't understand racism in the sense or homophobic or anything. And I don't understand why people, people get so, because they don't understand something, they become so hated towards somebody else. And it's like, I don't understand that in my head. It, it's just or I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. Or maybe even political parties. Yeah, I there's mean, no reason to hate. Somebody no, I I don't. You know, political I, affiliation. Not a, not at all. I have uh, I have people I love dearly yes, in my life. I know but, you do. And they're they're they are so um, you know uh, different when it comes to uh, to to um, discussions about political and these people have also helped shape your life well yeah they have and they yeah. they continue to shape my life and mm-hmm. i continue to value their opinion even though i don't get it mm-hmm. you know i it, you know i just it, honestly it's it's it, i have to figure it's got to be me but you know in, in the back of my head it's like nah but it's it's but I you do, try but i understand i understand what they feel and i understand that, that they have a right to feel that mm-hmm. You know, and I accept them for I don't agree with them, mm-hmm. but yeah, because I don't agree with somebody doesn't mean I don't um, I don't uh, accept to who they are and what they believe. Mm-hmm. Just as if somebody didn't agree with your homosexuality. Well, yeah, exactly right. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna ask you this last question. Oh goodness. Because <laughs> it's not written down. Um, what do you believe is your absolute purpose in this life? What do you believe is your purpose? Well, I, (laughs) for me, because everybody is different for me, my purpose, I don't know. I don't, you know, sometimes I don't, 
know what my purpose is, but you know, I don't know if I'm. What supposed- do you believe a purpose is? I, well, I think as I'm leaving my body, maybe I'll know the purpose of my life. But I think the, the only purpose we have is for each other. So I think that for me, it's like you know, we're we're here, we're here temporarily, you know, and then we move on. And what do we do here temporarily? We live in a body here temporarily, and then we die and we move on spiritually, you know, depending on what you believe. So the bottom line is if my purpose is here, it makes sense to me that our, my purpose is only for somebody else. So it's, it's, it's as selfless as that. It's like it's not my purpose. I mean, it, it, it's just simply to love life, to love who I am. And, and 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 to uh, you know maybe leave one person in a better place than when when I came in. So if I do that, you know, and I don't know, I may never know who that one person is, and it, it won't matter. But it, it it does matter that I just try to do the best I can, and and live the life. You know, it, it's uh, there was a time when uh, when I was first arrested that. Uh, you know, I thought about suicide, and I had it all planned. I had it all planned out, and uh, you know, it's because I did. I couldn't think that I could make it in there, and I didn't think I could make it ten years. But God had a different plan, and, and so I listened to Him, and look where I'm in at your now. silence. In my silence. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good story. And I appreciate it very much. So, that was my friend Bruce talking about part of his life and lessons that he's learned and his purpose. And maybe that resonates with with somebody else. I hope that it does. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful night. And thank you very much.